0: Dr. Chronicle.com informa Los Cachirules, el podcast con las garras, pasión y picardía que es el equipo de todos, y ahora con ustedes, Albert de Chichis Campa.
1: And we're here, episode 15, this is Albert Campa, passing it over to Dan to host the show, take it away.
2: Hi, thanks, Beto. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us on episode 15 of Los Cachirules, a uh, tasteful, classy uh, podcast covering Mexican soccer. Um, As Beto stated, I am your host, Daniel Preciado. Today joining us is Joel from Deep in the Hood of L.A. Hello, Joel. Hi. Hello, greetings. How's it going? Any, um, I don't hear any ghetto birds, uh, is it a quiet night in L.A.?
3: Yes, it's it's getting gentrified. Wonderful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wonderful to hear. Uh, John joining us from, I'm not sure if he's on the road or from home, but, uh, John Jagu, how's it going? All right, he's on mute, he may not be able to say hello, but we have John Jagu also joining us is... Sorry about that. Sorry
0: about that. All be- right. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm in Houston. Uh, get ready to do the uh, Texas High School Championships for football, and uh, hope everything is uh, well out there in Escondido. Yes, uh, the fire is uh, alive and
2: well right now. Glad to hear it. Is yeah, it chili, I, I,
3: is
0: it a chilly 62? Uh,
2: today, um, I've been scraping my windshield every morning. Wow. Yeah, how about that? The last two nights, last two mornings, I mean, I've been scraping my windshield from frost. Y'all, so. y'all
0: should collect it so you can use it for water.
2: Yeah, there you go, see? <laughs> That's what we need. We need uh, forward thinkers like you. All righty. Uh, moving along the line, also joining us from Texas is Beto. Good evening. How's it hey. going? How's it going? Good
1: to be here with uh, you guys.
2: Awesome. And uh, finally, our favorite villain, Ronnie. Should I should I say your last name or should I just keep it as uh, Ronnie Chonchon or, or. What was it? What was it? Hijo Prodigo de. El Hijo Prodigo big de Big Soccer Titlan. That's a mouthful for me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: how are you guys doing? Everything's fine. Salt levels are low. Everything's fine.
2: Return back to normal? Despite, uh, yeah. <laughs> like a yeah. soft from Japan,
0: right? Yeah. America defeated that really tough Congolese team today. Yeah, I was wondering just...
2: about that. So, yeah, so um, just to give, a, give everyone a quick um,
3: <clears throat> uh,
2: view as to what's going to be covered today, we're going to be going over the Liga MX final, as well as uh, America's uh, participation, as best we can call it, in the uh, Club World Cup. As well as discussing some of the Mexicans playing abroad. So, starting off, would you guys want to start with the Liga MX final or uh, the America final? The America uh, World World Cup. I'm sorry.
4: Uh, we can start with America. I mean, pre- pretty much it's over. You know, uh, they honestly, I I've never. You know, you guys knew that I was pissed with the, with with the uh, the Pumas game uh, because I honestly felt that you know the better team did not advance with with the way America played you know in the World Cup final it's just it, it just it really pissed me off and because of just how they they, they after they after they, they scored the first goal it's like they just completely shut down. Completely shut down, and I I mean, I haven't seen America play that bad in a while. I mean, they couldn't even string up two passes, and uh, I think, you know, Nacho Ambri should take some of the responsibility here because his substitutions came in very late, Um, but – but one of the things that really irritates me, and I've said it before, and I've said it, you know, many times to you guys, is one of the things that I mean, I'm not a big fan of Arroyo. I'm not a big fan of Darwin Quinteros. I'm not a big fan, and even to a degree, uh, of Oribe uh, Peralta, because they're just too inconsistent, like extremely too inconsistent. And, and one of the things that bothers me, you know, and it, and, and it happens throughout the entire season, is that América, okay, they'll, they'll score a goal, they'll they'll have a two two goal lead or a goal lead, and they're clearly in the driver's side they're playing well but it's like they they're, they they start getting too selfish and they start getting careless and that to me is what happened after the first goal is they started getting careless there were chances where they could have they could have you know gone the second goal or even the third goal but they were just being too selfish and too stupid in in in, in, the, in the box and they weren't passing to the right people uh I, I think you felt that frustration at the end when, the, or, or, when what's his name, uh, Darwin headbutted what's his name, uh, Sambu. I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I think, I think that the locker room may be broken.
2: You know. I, I. Do you think, uh, Ronnie, that part of this may lead back to that uh, fight that they had internally, and that's just it's kind of just finally showing itself on the field, or? I, I I think so. I I really think so. I honestly think that they need a clean house. I mean, because
4: I mean, you think about it, and this is so rare in Mexican football, where a team is so successful, given the amount of of uh, manager changes. And I, and I know John and I. I think you know we we talked about this a while back. It's it's like this rarely happens when you, where a team can win, and they're like you know they're always in contention for the title with the manager changes different manager changes and i i don't think that that's going to work out in the long run and i think Belice should realize that and i mean cuz you have players that, that were basically Piojos people you know Piojos people you had people that were with Turco they were with the Matosos and stuff like that i think i think you know Ambrisa should start I, and i'm not calling for Ambrose's head believe it or not i i think i think he, he is an experienced and, but not enough to the point where we should just, you know, get rid of him and go with another guy, a high-priced guy, because keep in mind, in the beginning of the year, they were playing some really good football. I mean, I, I, I think they were what, like six or seven games in a, without losing or something like that.
2: So well, I would say even in the um, even in the semifinal, they played well. Uh, yeah,
4: it, it is. I mean, I think, I think. You know he he's inexperienced in in in, in playoffs, and I think that Belice should let him build his team because you still have people from you know from uh, the Matosas from the Turco you know era. And, well, then,
0: uh, uh, it seems with to him, me that uh, that America is very top heavy, where they have a bunch of guys that are that they kind of fulfill the same role, and then they don't have enough blue guys to kind of keep a team together. You know, like you know, they know that they don't have that uh, you know that veteran midfielder to come in and just you know calm things down. That they, they, you know, they, they certainly don't have a defender that can do that. I mean, their defenders no, no, are not particularly good. You're absolutely right, because but they have a ton of wingers. You know, yeah, that?
4: you're absolutely no, you're absolutely right. I mean, you don't have a guy that's going to you know go in there and basically comp You know, like even like Luthuania, he would go in there and he would try to you know take. Control or, 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 or you know you know slow the tempo in in their favor and in, in his team's favor and it just seems like you know when when you you know America will put in their substitutions it's like those guys were just playing for themselves as opposed to for the team. Yeah. Um, I, I what uh, you had obviously America already signed one last week the guy from Querétaro, um, and apparently I think I heard that they signed another one today. Um, uh, Losano, I think, are your wine. Yeah, uh, I've been hearing
2: though that that um, Nacho's going to be fired and that Pilates' position is up in the air. Is that just um, I thought I talking? Thought stay.
0: But that you know that well, would be so stupid though. Just I mean you know give the guy you know let him see what he can do. Like you said, he doesn't have his own players. You know, obviously in my opinion, Nacho is a guy that is not as you know he's more of a defensive guy. I think just just in the in the style of you know that he was as a player. And and, he, and I just don't think that the, that the team that he has fits with what he wants to do.
4: No. So and
0: and Pelaez, I think Pelaez is a great general manager. It's not. I'm you know, sorry, but it's it's not his fault that the team fell apart in the last 10 minutes. No, it's
4: not. It, it's not his fault. Yeah. And uh, one, you know, one of the things, uh, and one of the reasons why I want I want Maris to stay in there is not that so much that he's defensive, but I think given given. You know his history, you know, you know his experience as a as a as a uh, as a player and the position that he played, and also you know his coaching experiences. I, I think he he's more of a guy that wants more balance. And I mean, I don't want to get get ahead and, and talk about the final. Uh, but one of the things that America, you know, one of the, you saw two extremes in, in the final. You saw a team like America who by force had to throw everything up front and had to be offensive and basically it 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 cost them and then you know you would also see the other extreme where teams are too d- defensive like Fumas, you know when they were you know like you know cuz i mean you think about it there was two consecutive series you had teams that were that won a leg you know 3 nothing and then on the return leg you know they they basically almost you know lose and that has to do with you're going in there with a mindset that you have to defend and you're trying to hold on to a 3 you know three zero 0 lead and I, and I i just don't i don't think that uh I think I think American needs to find a balance between uh, attacking and defending, you know, because you know, there's no point, you know, when you 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 have players like Arroyo and Darwin and or you know, even like, you're just trying to throw players, you know, up front, you know.
2: And well, I, I just I understand the need for continuity, and and there is a lot <coughs> to that. I do I do think that constantly firing someone and and replacing them with somebody else is probably counterproductive uh, in in the long run, but I. Um, I, I guess I personally was really unimpressed with what Nacho did with the team. Um, uh, yes, they played well, but ultimately they, they failed on some level from winning, winning the league. And, and the way they did it, which, is, which was kind of, kind of alarming, the fact that the issues that, that you think a coach that has control of his team would not have, he's having, like disciplinary issues, fights within the team, um, and then you go to to represent the entire area, the country, and the league, and then you go and embarrass yourselves and lose to a team that, at least on I paper... Could, I couldn't even
0: paper. show my face in Austin. I had to walk around with a bag over my head. I was
2: <laughs> and you're not even in America, fan. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, like, I know it's probably not that big a deal, but I mean, I, I personally think it's it's kind of embarrassing. They go all the way over there, and everyone's kind of licking their chops. at the chance of, of playing Barcelona, and then you lose to this Chinese team. And
1: then Ooh. Barcelona even stated that – or Jordi Alba stated that he was waiting for America. Sort of messed up.
0: Man, I got a question. What, what, are, what are the ratings going to be for that? China, the Chinese team, and Barcelona. I mean, there's going to be 300 million people watching that game easily. It's oh, yeah. Gonna be mad, they're, they're, mad? They're, they're,
2: they're they are –
4: uh, yeah, that's it is. I mean, they're are huge La Liga fans over there. But you know the thing. You know, I mean, keep in mind. You know, my you know my folks were living in China what ten ten years ago. Like and when you would walk into like the equivalent of a footlocker over there, everything. All, I mean, you, all you saw was just like you know Inter Milan, AC Milan, Manchester, Real Madrid, Barcelona. You know.
0: And Ver- Veracruz, right? Yeah, but, I mean,
4: yeah, Veracruz. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be huge falling.
1: Euro fanboys.
4: They're, yeah, so like, you know, like, you know, the uh, the centuries, you know, with their Boca and River Plate jerseys, you know?
1: It was it was funny on uh, Jorge Ramos y Banda today, today, I believe, there was some guy calling up and said, I don't know why you guys keep on talking about Mexican League and about America. It's good that you guys need to talk about more uh, Argentina and River Plate and all this stuff. And they said, well, we are talking about all these other teams. And he was he was like I'm not I'm glad you're talking that about Argentina. Um, I'm from Peru. <laughs> <laughs> he was from Peru.
2: He was uh, I, they were clowning I believe what is it uh, the, the the Argentino Pereira I believe his name is. Yeah. He uh, was clowning on uh, the Polanco guy who I believe is I'm not sure I think he's Central American.
0: But Salvadorian I believe.
2: Okay, they, uh, they started clowning him, or actually not him, but one of the journalists that they had on board and they were kind of making a similar claim complaining about the 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 coverage of America whose teams consist... He didn't actually say Mexico, but alluded to the fact that all these teams from the same area go there and embarrass themselves year in and year out, where uh, the the Argentinian guy goes, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. He's like, here, you're blowing... Um, you're, you're here lifting up the, what Saprissa did. You're not even from that country, so now you get to claim everybody, every, uh, every country from, from Central America. He's like, you're Honduran. You're, you're, not, even, you're not even Costa Rican. You, don't, you shouldn't get to, to claim that. He's like, you, you, why don't you at least get to that point and then get embarrassed, and then maybe you can talk, which I thought was pretty amusing.
1: Yeah, so I saw I saw a thing on Twitter to win a Chicharito Leverkusen jersey. I'm like, I like Chicharito and all, but I I don't really want a Leverkusen jersey. <laughs> I mean, I'll take a Mexican league jersey over any European stuff. It's ugly. Yeah.
2: I would wear it, but I mean. But it's not like I would continue to buy the jersey after. So I, like, I have a Rafa Marquez jersey and I have a Carlos Vela Arsenal jersey. After after that Arsenal um, debacle, that's when I stopped buying jerseys um, and made sure until I waited till they actually cemented their I, spot on the team.
0: I tre- treasure my Neri Castillo Shakhtar Donetsk jersey. It's just it's one of my one of my <laughs> valued possessions.
2: Does anybody have a Gio at Tottenham?
0: Nope. No. No.
1: Man, I don't have any player jerseys actually.
0: So, uh, so what's going to happen to our Are they going to? Uh, I, you know are, what? Are they going to be okay?
3: You, you, know what? Going by what Ronnie was saying about Ambriz um, getting some players, I, I don't think that will happen. I, I think he'll have some input, but I think Pelayas Belias builds the team. I, I feel that was one of the reasons uh, Matosas left was because. Uh, they didn't want to get the players he was requesting. Do you
0: think yeah, they, they should keep Nacho? That Macho? doesn't make any sense. What? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I mean, they, I know you have a budget it. and this and that, but I mean, geez, I mean, you are you are the top team. No offense to Chivas, but I mean, it's a team that has, you know, what I would consider an unlimited budget. I mean, geez, if the guy's asking you for players. Go get him,
3: players. Yeah, but but see, they they do that in other teams too. Like they'll do it in Madrid, Barcelona. They'll do the same thing. The coach usually they don't. You know, like Cancelotti never requested uh, uh, the Colombian guy. What's his name? James. Oh, just, well, yeah. Or Chicharito You Ticharito. knew, you, you there's, there's you knew
0: that in the, even in, in in the World Cup of Brazil. I mean, I remember. Just, you know, I, I said, how long is it going to take for Real Madrid to sign this guy? I mean, it was. It you know it was. That that one was academic. That was, I mean, they they could not sign them. They had to sign them. It's who they are. You know, just you know, whatever the flavor of the month is internationally, they're gonna, you know, they'll be all over it, and they'll spend ridiculous amounts of money. But
3: that's what America should do.
0: getting
2: nice
3: watch, I mean, wait, aren't they getting a top Uruguayan player?
0: Yeah, Brian. And, and, and Jimmy?
3: And Jimmy's going to be with America. That is awesome.
0: He's one of my favorite players. Are we talking about a different Lozano?
1: Brian. No, Brian Lozano. Uh, Lozano. Not Jaime. Oh. Too bad. He's from Defensoris. Uh, the
3: there's, like, there's, like, like there's a rumor, there's a rumor there. that
1: Gerdo's going to be gone.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: uh, uh, Ronnie over there.
4: But that's just a rumor. I think he three. Is it Brian or Brian? Oh, Brian is Brian.
3: I I think they'll be fine. (laughs) I I think America will be fine. Elias is doing a really good job. Yeah, Yeah,
1: he is. I agree with Ombre staying, too. I think give him a chance. He he did better than I thought. I thought he was bomb.
2: I think they should keep him, but I think he kind of failed when you look at the whole thing and uh, the team that he's given. Granted, maybe not be his uh, total... uh, like total choice of the team, but it's still an incredibly good team. But, but hey, you know, I, I will say this, and this is why you know I, I want him there.
4: It's not his team to begin with, meaning he he didn't. It's not he didn't build his team. But I mean, if I if I were to go back at Dudek's uh, first uh, season, and you know Matosas' first season, and even Bielko's first season. I think I think you know he's probably had the better of you know, the better season out of all of them. and, and honestly, if you think about it, dude, it, and, and, and I understand the criticism of, of of having four people you know sent off you know in the semifinals, but even though even then dude, his team was playing well, you know even when they were down on man, his team, the, the team was functioning. I mean, keep in mind. Uh, granted, that's not the purpose of the game, I mean, you're supposed to score, and that's a different topic. But his teams were still functioning, and I and and I think I think there's you know there's too many you know quote unquote stars on that team. You know where I think you know and that's, and, I, and I keep going back to this because I just don't like them. I just I just think they're more of a cancer. I think they're you know they you know the Arroyos, the Darwins, and stuff like that. I I just you know they they just don't convince me, man. I think, you know, you know, Medicaid should be doing should be getting, you know, honestly players from, you know, what how many foreigners are is there now? I,
2: th- I think they had seven? I just wanted to touch on something before I forget though. Um, as far as Ambrice goes, I-, I know you like to you brought it up, I've heard you bring it up a couple of times that when they first went down the man that they continue to play well. Do you really think though that was a smart decision though continuing to attack after you've gone down a man? I mean, after, after, the after first, you've gone down one zero. No, after the first after the first one, yes. After the first one, yes. When they was
4: the second one, no. At, at that point, at that point, it's Ambriz's fault, not the you know for and and that's where he was inexperienced uh, you know in the playoffs, you know. But you know, I think that's that's what it cost him. Um, I, I don't like i said i just well definitely uh,
2: I, I would hope that like some of these mistakes and some of the the, the mistake some of the, the issues that they're having internally and and with and disciplinary issues as far as on the field um i, I you, you, that's that would be the one area of, of concern for me that because obviously the the functioning of the team seems to be really good i mean they they they, they play really well yes yeah. so the performing i have no i have no you know qu- uh, quarrels with that but
4: also keep in mind that you know those those type of beasts, you know, with players and stuff like that. You know, as far as I can remember, with America, you've always had those type of players. You know, you've always had those players that you know always like the Sambus, like you can go back. I don't know if you guys remember, you know, uh, Antonio Carlos, you know, Santo you know, uh, uh, Antonio Carlos, uh, Carlos Antonio, San- you know, died. the U- yeah, Ugo, San- I forget his name. You know, Hugo Sanchez's uh, stepdad, the one that died. I mean, you always had those, you know, controversial type players. called them, Blanco. you know. So I mean, I, I that, that that you know that doesn't really bother me about you know. Ronnie. You know, yeah.
3: Would you prefer if uh, America players were as friendly as the Tigres? Nah. Nah. unity. <laughs> <laughs> Team unity. They
4: might,
1: have, <laughs> they might have got to the final if they were. <laughs> yeah.
2: Alrighty, well, moving on, um, I guess we could start off and discuss the crazy final that I missed. Um, so I'm assuming John and, and Beth, you guys got to be pretty happy or at least proud of uh, your team's performance and how they, they made a game of it.
0: Um, yeah, so okay. good lord. Sorry about that. Excuse me. No, you know, I was... Uh, I mean, obviously, you, you don't want to see your team get run off the pitch, and you know, I like, like the way they battled back, but you know, it hurts that they lost. I mean, you know, I mean, you, you go through all that trouble to to get to where you're, you know, you have a chance to win, and then, you know, they sent the wrong dudes to take the penalty kicks, and it's like, you know, would you guys even pay attention to your team? But uh, you know, I mean, it was a great game. I mean, there's no question, and it was it was really funny because I was watching the game. That was a long day, and I was I was like just kind of half awake watching it with one eye open. In the first half, special, I was like, well, it was like I was debating do I really want to watch this or is it going to be? And then they got that one goal, and then it just went you know bananas. It was it was bananas after that, your second half and then extra time. But it was uh, it was a great game, and and it goes back to what Ronnie was saying about about teams, and you know, and and this is something that, that 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 Duka seems to have had a problem with. In his last three final, his last three finals uh, in the second legs, he's he's given up three goals in each of them, you know, three at the Azteca, three at uh, the Monumental, and then three at the Atteu. So you know, for Mr. Mr. Conservative, which is really kind of surprising, but uh, you know, I got a hand it to Tigues, man. They uh, they at, at the end they pulled through and they got it and they got the you know the fourth goal with Gignac. I mean, they're just a great team. And it was funny because once they uh, once they realized that they needed to to, to, to score and, and play better in in extra time, obviously they were man up. They played great. I mean, I thought they were going to score two or three goals, and probably should have scored a, a, a couple of goals. But then they backed off again. Boomus <laughs> got the boomus got the equalizer, which is totally cracked me up. But uh, it was, um, you know, obviously it was it was a really entertaining final. Uh, I, I'm starting to think, and I don't know if. Um, if, 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 if maybe just playing one game is the way to go in something like this, but then again, I like the fact that there's a second leg because you know there's just there's so many things that can happen, and I I'm just I'm just happy that Bumas, you know showed up and played the way that they're supposed to, and the way that they played all season, so I I did enjoy that, but uh, you yeah, know it, it was it was a great game.
4: For me I was anyway. uh I was. No, it was it was a great game. I, I was actually thinking about this, you know, you know, you know, going back to you know, you know, Duca's giving up three goals in, in the finals and stuff like that, and and it's not just just Duca, but it, it just seems like you know teams, you know, sometimes they have a tendency of wanting to play for the result and not for go for the win, and I think that's the wrong mindset, you know. Um, and honestly, I, I was thinking about this, giving a thought of, like, so think, obviously we've done, you know, the away goals, you know, we've done, you know, to try to give the team an advantage, you know, basically, you know, one of the, the, the I guess the arguments is for, to, you know, for the, uh, for the away goal is to, to ensure that, you know, the team doesn't bunker because, you know. Uh, you want the team that, you know, positioned better at the season to basically go in and play at the home game, the return game, um, right. you know. And and I was thinking maybe maybe what they should do for a tiebreaker, aside from the points and goal differential, maybe the next one should be possession. You know, what do you guys think about that?
0: Nah, because that, that reminds me of in high school here in Texas when they had tie games in the playoffs. They went to, like, well, penetrations and how many first downs. It's It's, it's, it's like –
4: but, these, but these, then you start playing
0: for possession. What's that? I mean, then you start playing for possession. I mean, to me, the tiebreaker should be what it is, which is you know penalty kick. Well,
4: but it's no, interesting no, no, no. that
0: that you, know, you said that though. As far as the, uh, you know, I was thinking back at when I was—I can't remember—it was Barcelona or Bayern or, or whichever team it was. Uh, I think it was Bayern. They was like just spanked the crap out of Barcelona a couple of years ago in the first leg of their semifinals, like three or four nothing. And then in the second leg, you yeah. wondering, well, you know, what are they going to do? And then they, they just played their same style. Obviously, they didn't take as many risks, but they didn't, you know, they didn't go into a defensive shell and put up and put another three or four on them on top of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't agree so, with
0: that. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that, I think that, that that that's what's lacking. I think that they – the guys just get too uh, – they, they, they turtle up a little too much, the coaches, you know, when they have a bigger lead. It seems like – I mean, I thought Fumas – against uh, America, just went totally against what they did all season. And I think we saw that to a certain degree with Tigres because Tigres did not play like that the entire season. I mean, Tigres was a much more dynamic team. And well, all of a sudden, you're asking them to play something entirely different.
1: Well, It was, it was desperation mode also. And this happens in, in every game that it gets close to the end of the game. Uh, for for Pumas, they scored the first goal, and then they scored a the second. There was some some hope there, so they started you know playing hard, or they were desperate to because they saw, you know, light at the end of the tunnel, and and then you know Tigres sort of stepped back a little bit, but it was Pumas putting the initiative, trying to get it, that third goal, and they put Tigres on their heels. So credit to the Pumas team for doing that, but um, yeah, it just didn't work out in the end. So I think it 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 was not just Tuca's mistake, which I think it was a mistake on his side, but I think it was also the pressure and intensity that Pumas raised yeah. to be able to go on the attack there.
0: Well, you know, the worst thing you can do in a situation like that is is, is to give, you know, a, a desperate team a little bit of hope, whether you're defensive or whatever it is, and then and then all of a sudden they start building confidence and they have momentum and then it's like then you can't stop it. But to me, the the biggest play of the game was uh, the play where Arella um, got red carded, but that's not why it's because I mean, if um, I'm not sure what the Ecuadorian Neymar was trying to do on that play. I know he almost scored, but if he would have just put a foot on it and just gone and gone the other way, I mean that was that was an easy goal. But instead, he decided to do this crazy. I'm gonna throw myself at the ball and then you know, and try and head it, you know, going the other way. And if he puts that in, I mean that's four three game over. It's it's done.
1: Oh, was that the so and, uh, the, the, the attempt where he headed it in, sort of diving?
0: Yeah, and the guy exactly, and the guy barely. Uh, he barely uh, the, uh, the the goalie barely got his hand on and that's the play where uh, where Herrera got red card which you know was uh, you know it was it was, a, it was it was a tough red but it, it was the correct call I mean there was no question I mean he he didn't get the ball he got all all of Pollo's shin or whatever it was as calf muscle I mean I understood what he was trying to do he was trying to block the ball into the net and I get that but he paid the consequences for for the play that he made and he got a red card and it should have been but if but if but if he had scored that goal i mean that would have i mean the consequences of that goal would <laughs> have been massive not just in the game but just you know beyond the game too
4: um, now ch- changing a little i mean, still on the league at Mackie's final but you know not so much about the, talking about the game now but obviously a lot of people you know based on you know social media Really, we're talking highly of the match. Um, do you guys think it was better or on par with the final with America Cruz Azul? You know, and the dynamics, you know, like, you know, Moy coming in there, you know, Muñoz basically in the dying minutes, you know, send it to overtime and stuff like that. Do you think this one was better than than the one from Cruz Azul America a couple years ago?
0: I think it's on par. I, don't I mean, I think it's hard to, to you know, I think that they, they each stand on their own merit. I don't necessarily think one uh, was better than the other. Obviously, the, you know, the story's better than the other one because of... The goalkeeper? Of the goalkeeper and Cruz Azul being so close again. and that's my exact feeling on that one. No, but, yeah. uh, but, you know, I, it's funny, though, because people say, well, you know, Pumas, La Cruz Azul. When did Pumas ever have a lead in that? City? They never had it.
2: Cruz so, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. Um, I read, what would I read... you have been saying though had uh, Tigris lost? No, that would have be been a... a colossal failure. I wouldn't, pod... I wouldn't have shown up to this podcast
4: I wouldn't have shown up to this podcast. Who almost would have won?
2: I don't think I could take bet on
4: John. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been glorious. But <laughs> no,
1: just, kidding, just I, I do sort of see Tigris as like the the justified champion. I mean, they played better. Even though they sort of failed in the second leg, but they played better throughout the whole series, so they they deserve that. And if and to be truthful, I would have felt sort of not embarrassed. Dirty.
0: You would have felt yeah. dirty.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I guess so. That might be a too strong of a word, but yeah, it would have been a little bit weird for Pumas to win that. The did, way did,
0: they played first leg.
4: Did you did you feel like that
0: little kid crying?
4: Que no sirve nada.
0: You know, yeah. I didn't feel, I mean, you know, honestly, the, the, that's the thing about, about the, the short seasons is, that okay, we lost this one, guess what, there's another one in two weeks, so let's, you know, yeah. so we can do it all
2: but over it, again. But it did feel kind of like you were playing with house money, though.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah.
2: And, and
1: truthfully, I wasn't even expecting Pumas to be super leader and, and even do as well as they did this whole season, but, uh, you know, they did pretty good, the stats showed that they're, they've played real well, even, you know, according to Martin and his stats, Pico is, like, one of the top goalkeepers out there, so...
0: Greatest goalkeeper in the world. Awesome. Is isn't he out now?
4: Didn, didn't Pumas get rid of him?
0: No, they got rid of his brother. Uh, but but there's another are, one. Yeah,
4: you know, there was Palacio. Okay.
0: They're 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 gonna say that there's a third piccolini He's like a their crazy half brother. You know. Jeez. The evil twin that's gonna show up. Like on yeah. the soap operas. <laughs>
4: I re- I read that the uh, the final Unimas, uh, whatever uh, between Pumas and Tigres outperformed any league any club. It was the high you know the most rated dip, 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 uh, regardless of language. Um, most viewed a uh, club soccer match uh, since like two thousand three uh, two thousand thirteen. Be it EPL Bundesliga Champions League any you know MLS yeah or MLS.
0: Dude, the MLS, the MLS Cup rating was a point five.
4: Point five? Yeah. And uh, this one was what a point, a two point something?
0: Was it? Was it that low? I figured it'd be like a four or five.
4: Uh, I mean, this was it was like the highest, you know, highest rating since 2013 club, you know, and it beat out, you know, NBA, it beat out, you know, a lot of things. So. Pretty, well, that's, that's why pretty... I've always
0: insisted that the uh, you know MX is the the fourth most popular sports league in this country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I especially in certain you know areas, yeah. I mean, the, the ratings prove it. They get better ratings than hockey for sure. Yeah. You know, and MLS, I mean, I hate to say it for MLS, but it's not even the most. It's like the third most popular league, soccer league in this country.
1: Yeah and a lot of it's a lot of what mls is getting is because we, univision is trying to shove it down our throats
0: well
4: it's not so much that they're trying to it's just that they lost they lost the uh, you know the world cup so i mean they have to make up they have to make up uh, their programming with other things so it's not like it's not like they're intentionally trying to shove you know
2: mls and and uh, you know down our throats it's that <clears throat> I think I do think that there's a perception out there, though. I think globally that that it, it is whether or not they see the quality or the lack thereof. I think most people do view it as as a as a um, an emerging uh, league. Well, no, no, no doubt, no doubt about it. Leftovers. I
1: mean, <laughs> you're saying they're the leftovers.
2: Well, okay. I mean, I, and, and like, and I'm not one. Like I, I've watched it. I don't watch it. I don't think it's very good, and I don't think it's very entertaining. And I think most people that if 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 you do watch it from a neutral perspective, it's not very good. Um, I I. But I I think.
4: Um, subjectively, ahead, I think subjectively. I mean, objectively, it's a good league. But I, I think, in matter of taste, I mean, going back to what you know, Juan Mar no, Lilo said about you know the, the Liga MX being the best in the world in terms of style. I think we're I think that we're well, just, I guess just that's moving. what I meant. I guess it's good
2: because cause the types of goals that I see when I te- when I turn into the typical MLS matches more products of errors as opposed to products of creating your goals. Yes,
4: and you know, and that's and I think that's why. I mean, for me, for me, I can turn, I can tune in, I can watch the Argentine league, and I, I mean, I know anybody on the field, and I will still watch it because it's entertaining. It's not because I'm trying to follow a team or a player or something like that. It's just the product on the field speaks for itself. Uh, same thing, same thing with La Liga, same thing with Liga MX. Now, I, you know. It, there for years, for years, I couldn't, stay, I didn't really, really, like watching the Bundesliga. I thought it was boring. For years, I thought the Serie, you know, Serie A was boring, and I still think to a degree it's still a boring league to watch. Um, I think that's what you know. What you were talking, you know, what we're talking about is that the Liga MX. I think for me, the product on the field, and I'm not saying it's the best in terms of you know, the best <laughs> players in the world. I'm thinking that
2: as far as the product on the field itself is the best, is is among the best. And I do think that I, I would actually think that the ratings would actually even be a little bit higher if the if the league was presented in a more English-friendly manner yeah. for those. Uh, um, I do think because it it mean the the um, the entertainment value. I mean, that, it may not be as high. I'm sorry, I, I, from a, from an entertainment value, I think it, very few touch it. Just with the the, the things that go on along some
3: of the, the... I, Dan, I think you say that cuz you're familiar with the league. You're so probably right. You're probably right. It's you're easier, it's, you know, they it's had easier a, to relate and, and to know. And Donovan
0: had a chance to play Cuba América, and I'm uh, sorry Joel, I mean interrupt. Yeah. He had a chance to play Cuba América, and I think he should have taken it. And I think that would have been it would have been fantastic for him and it would have been fantastic for the league. And I <clears trying throat> to well, it, it, well it, for whatever reason it didn't work out, I think I think that was a bad mistake on, on both parts. Well,
4: one of the things that kind of catch, you know, that, you know, that I pay attention to, you know, Jurgen Klisman, you know, he watches the Liga MX a lot. I mean, and he keeps track, you know, he keeps tabs on on, on the U.S. players that are playing the Liga MX. I mean, you know, when Cholos had that pretty good run in Copa Libertadores. I mean, even, you know, even a coach like that values what the Liga MX can do in terms of, you know, providing uh, uh, an environment. For players to, you know, to to play a more sophisticated, you know, complex game, you know, and still entertaining because I mean, you you're it's not ju- it's not just vertical where it's long ball, you know, it's not you know it's not that type of ball. I mean, you you do have to have you know you do have to think, you know, it's not going to be fast, you know, like you know like in the EPL, but you have to think, and, and you have coaches. I mean, you have coaches from different styles. You have you know, La Puentistas, you have La Bortistas, you have Trellistas, you have, you know, you have a bunch of them. You have a lot of different schools. The school of Bruce Arenas. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Well, um, wasn't, um, I believe uh, Bradley, was in, wasn't he complaining that there's a bit of a, he's having, I guess, or has had trouble finding gigs? In Europe, I guess, because it, it's hard to find, like, uh, for them to get chances over there. I'm not sure if you guys have heard anything. No, I, I, that.
4: no I did. I did. I, uh, he's coaching, what, uh, second division somewhere?
2: I believe it was in... Um, Norway, or it's one of the Scandinavian countries? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say Denmark, but you might be right. uh I,
1: I just hear nothing but good things about him. You yeah. know, screw that. Around. Bob Bradley.
0: So, oh, Bob, I think Bob Bradley would be a great leader in
4: coach. The one, the one that I wanted to see in the in Liga MX um, was uh, Samson. He knew the language, and he's the last, I think, the last coach for the U.S. soccer that actually tried to do something different, as opposed to, you know, playing the percentages. You know, just
0: man, talk about up. your team falling apart. Well, it so did. Were the coach when they had the when all the exactly <clears throat> right, right, right. But you know,
4: and I understand, and I understand that. But I, I still don't think that, I still don't think that they had the, the the player pool and the depth that they do now. But I I I, I have to you know I have to even I think even when all the I think Ronaldo said it after after uh, after the after the Brazil that you know he doesn't see progress from ninety four or ninety eight. You know they're they're still playing. You know they're still playing the cat and mouse game. You know defensive. You know bunkering. And um, honestly, in my opinion, I think the the, the coach, the last year's coach that actually tried to do something different, and you know play outside their comfort zone was uh, Steve Sampson.
0: You're probably. I mean, I'm trying to remember.
4: And I know know they failed. I mean, I'm I'm not denying that. I know that, you know, obviously Steve Sampson going three and out and being last place in France 98, and then, you know, in 2002, you have uh, Bruce Arena going quarterfinals and stuff like that, and being, you know, your arch rivals, obviously, you know, to the U.S. fan, you know, screw Steve Sampson, you know, we like Arena, but in terms of long, in terms of... Trying to change the mentality and, and, and trying to do something different, I, I kind of have to. I, I, in a way, I respect you know Steve Sampson for doing something a little different.
0: Yeah, but what I'm saying is that if that doesn't happen with the uh, you know the players messing around with each other's wives, then you know chances are pretty good that they have a better World Cup. But I mean, after that, yeah, you know, I mean, cause he he cut the captain what two weeks before the tournament started. I mean, that was. <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah. Can you can you get some background? I actually don't know. Um...
0: So right before the uh, '98 World Cup, uh, John Hart had been the captain for what like like seven or eight years. He, he was the team. He was a good, he was a good player. He had played in England for.
4: He was the eternal captain. Years. He, he yeah. called him the eternal captain.
0: He was a captain great for life, right? And, yeah, captain for life. And all of a sudden, he got he gets cut off He gets removed from the team. There's no explanation, and it's not until like like four or five years ago that when all the social debates said yes, because he had an affair with my wife, and you know while we were oh wow,
4: it. Yeah, well it it came out when that whole John Terry thing came out, mm-hmm. you, you know, then the John Terry that whole affair came out before the uh, the World Cup in in South Africa, right? Or, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, and so and and so and that was the reason why you know the the team fell fell apart is because they had to deal with that. So, I mean, I I don't think you can really blame, you know, I mean, you know, you know, a coach for.
3: But but also they were in a pretty tough group. Um, if I recall, weren't they against Germany and Yugoslavia? Yeah, And Iran. And Iran. I mean, but even even Iran, those other two teams were were stacked. Man, Iran is so
0: underrated. That they, they, they are. <laughs> They just don't have luck. I mean, they, you know, they they have decent teams. They just get just thrown in these really, really. I,
3: I remember for that groups. game they they called the U.S. the Great Satan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty cool name, though. <laughs> just, they should have embraced it, dude. Just wear red.
2: Everybody grows uh, thin mustaches. <laughs> Very cool. Um, alrighty, so I guess we've covered the the, the final uh, debate a little bit. Um, wanted to talk about uh, briefly some of the the Liga MX transfers. Um, any anything noteworthy that anybody wants to mention or talk about? Um, I know some but, of it's already been
4: covered. I, actually, I wanted to ask Coley or um, Angel Reyna. Oh. Are they gonna Are they gonna try to salvage him or no? Yeah.
3: That's you guys doing? Sending awesome. other players is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you, what did we ever do to you, man? Um, that's a shame because he is so talented. He is so so talented. No, nobody wants him. Uh,
1: He's rumored to go to Toluca. Uh,
3: they they had a, uh, they tried sending him to Coras de Peak, which belongs to Higuera. and uh, they said that the, well, that's the rumors that the players at, at Coras were like. Don't don't get him. So he's he has pretty bad reputation as party guy.
1: I'm saying he's close to going to. Ah, <sighs>
0: uh, I don't think I, I, don't, I don't think he's to go up with Piojo or go or go with Tucan. You
3: you know what guys? I, I think wherever he goes, I think he's taking a massive pay cut. I don't think anyone is gonna want to pay him like. What are you, What here? is earning right now? Well, I'm
4: surprised he hasn't gone to Veracruz because, I mean, you know, one thing Reynoso Reynoso used to love him in America. I mean, at one point, he even referred to him as his son. It's como you know, like he's like a son. Of, he's like a son to me. So I'm surprised. He, I mean, that he
2: hasn't gone to like Veracruz. So is it just parting, or is it also issues on the field where he tends I mean, to get along with folks?
4: Well, I think you know. I mean, obviously, you know, the comment that he made, you know, when. Uh, you know when America lost and he and and he basically started you know you know talking crap about you know his own teammates like he's saying that uh you know what was that comment that he made about Mosquera being you know he had a uh, capitan de agua, yeah capitan de agua or something like that um the defensa de chocolate or something like that I, I don't know. <laughs> well you know he said something like that. <laughs> you, Come on, guys. I'm trying to keep it professional here. So, so,
3: uh, <laughs>
4: you know, okay. well, he did say that. <laughs> you know, he did say that. But anyhow, so, I mean, obviously with that, and then... Uh, <laughs> lost my train of thought here, man. It but, happens. It happens. It you happens. Know, so, so, all right. So you had, you had that. And then obviously I th- there was a rumor that he actually like he pulled a gun or like uh, you know in, in the in the Guapas parking lot over there in America's training ground. So I mean obviously he has baggage, but hey, he's just a tal- he's a talented player. Well, then it, he
0: sounds like he's uh, perfect Patrollos. for Cholos. <laughs> you know what he needs? He needs he needs the Leon Kraus to do an, to do an interview with him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We to crying. Gary Sandler style. That's right. He, he, can, he can start crying <laughs> like Chicharito did. Hey, man, you know, laugh it up. Chicharito scored, what, 15 goals in that
3: interview? Yeah, I think he's 17. Oh, no, he's he at 17 now.
0: I got a yeah, comment
1: for that, though, later on when we get to that. But on the, on the transfers, about? I'm showing, like, Rafa Marquez going back to Atlas. Herrera, Talvez to Chivas. Guerrero
2: Cruz Azul.
3: Who's going to
2: Don't to forget, forget Martín Bravo los Santos. Who's that? Martín Bravo. I'm not exactly
1: excited about that one. Oh, he's at Pumas, right? Well, or I guess was, but yeah.
3: I heard, I heard Pumas is cleaning house.
1: Yeah, they put
4: like, what, nine guys on the transfer?
1: Ritos might go to uh, Italy, I think. They're saying.
4: Now, it, yeah, it, obviously... And, and there's, there's rumors about uh, Guignan going to Inter Milan. You th- I mean, do you think he'll stay in Mexico?
0: don't know how much money they offer.
2: I'm thinking they, they probably put a pretty high uh, buyout clause, at least I would hope, if, uh, if you're a Thigitas fan and if you want to see him stay. I personally would find it kind of sad to see him go just because you know, he's bringing more attention to the league and, and, and he's really good. He's really, really good.
4: Yeah, I mean, I saw on Twitter they had uh, on Twitter they had like uh, there was like three or four uh, outlets from France covering the uh, the game, you know, and from like you know their their big newspapers like you know Le Monde and
0: and
4: uh, yeah, keeps. I mean, it's like yeah, obviously they're keeping tabs on them.
0: You know, there's a radio show here in Austin. I the throw, and it's on one of the sports channels. And uh, I was—they're was on, there on Sundays at nine, you know, when everyone's listening to the radio. And I was—I was on my way to uh, to get some uh, breakfast tacos, and, and they were talking about—I uh, forget what it was—but that some French dude. So I texted him and I said, "Hey, are you going to watch Geniak?" And finally, I do not watch Liga MX. I know that he plays in, in the league, but it's not to me. I don't know. And he's a huge MLS fan. So you're thinking, man, you're an idiot. I mean, come on, how could you not want to watch that? You know I think that that's uh, the that Liga MX's next, next step. They have to make it more attractive to a to a worldwide audience. I mean, they have to they have to have to sell themselves. They have, like their, their their website's terrible. Yeah, they don't have they don't have an English version of a website.
2: No. That's what I was gonna say. I know we kind of touched on it earlier too, but isn't the MLS shown in a bunch of different countries? Um, yeah,
3: you could you could pay to have to have your stuff shown.
2: Yeah, exactly. They're uh, hey hey before uh,
4: they're hey, John in, in, in a front in a fr- in a French accent, Can you say Ricky Bobby? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Ricky Bobby. <Ricky>, <laughs> you know what? Touching on what John's saying, uh, that's that's what that's what Mexico was doing when. Uh, When they turned to Liga MX and they switched, because they used to be, uh, you know, Campeon de Invierno and Torneo de Verano. And and I think they simplified it.
0: No, I get that. But their website is horrific. Their website is so complicated. I mean, it's so hard to decide. You just want to go watch a goal, you can't see goals. They just do a terrible job of, of marketing themselves.
4: Well, that's why we're here. We're the, we're going to be the premier pocho
0: yeah. podcast. <laughs> Believe me, I, w- I, w- I would love to approach them and say, hey, you know, let us handle the English side of your of your of your, your like, website. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they should have it. Yep. in. I mean,
2: so it, did did by chance create a French version of their website?
0: I don't know. Because I, don't I so mean, that's one thing, thing that. that, that
2: didn't Labor Cuisine immediately like spit out a Spanish version to to cater to all the, the, the Mexicans that were gonna be flooding their website?
3: I know they did a Twitter um, account.
2: You know, honestly,
4: honestly, they have such a huge cash cow with the Mexicans in the US that I, I don't think they even care. You know? They should though, it's yeah, but just but more money. I, I, I know, I know, because, I know, because 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 but I'm
0: saying their kids are gonna grow up and they're gonna go, Dad, why are you rooting for Guadajara when you know Team X is on TV, you know, and it's oh. much. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh
4: what are you talking about that? I, I I don't want to go back to Mexico, like in the Sigas del Norte. We
0: talk about that. You know, we use <laughs> we use the Tigres del Norte all the time when we do the, our our radio shows cause, uh, <laughs> or our long form broadcasts because like the opposed like the uh, the the, the uh, when you watch college football games, yeah. the quarterback always looks over to the sideline to see the guys giving signs, and it's always dudes wearing khakis and like a really bright shirt. And they're and they're doing like synchronized moves with their hands, <laughs> Uh
4: So any, any other good transfers? I'm thinking.
0: Well, Hulit, Hulit, Peña, yeah. Oh, the flamante de
2: Chivas.
0: Oh yeah. Oh hold on.
4: I think uh, there were rumors about that L- Lalo Herrera going to Chivas. Or is that is that gonna happen? Not gonna happen.
0: They can have him. They can
4: have him. You think he's gonna be a bust? You think he's gonna be like a Landin?
0: I think he's okay. No, I don't think he's gonna be like a Landin. I think that, well, that was so, a uh, different story. But I mean, he's okay. But he's not. You know, he's 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 just okay. He's just, he's just, he's just a guy. He's just a guy that. You know, I mean, to me, he's like a he's like a lesser version of Kiki.
2: What do you guys think of Ulises Davila? I mean, I know um I have I've barely seen him play. Uh, are they just kind of rolling the dice on this guy, or do you think they've actually been really scouting him to see if he could actually contribute? Who Herrera? No, Santos. The way they, they brought in um uh, Davila, I'm just a little bit I I don't know I am I'm, I'm a little skeptical as to as to what it, whether what he has to bring.
0: I think it's a good move for Santos. I think you know they need a mark. Well, I mean, a marketable guy. He's he's decent enough. He'll be fine for them.
2: Because he hasn't even played first division. Back. I'm glad too. I just I I don't think he's ever. I don't think he's played first division football ever.
3: Yeah, I think he was in Portugal in a small team. Was he? Yeah.
2: Now um, I'm
4: trying to think. Uh, Cruz Azul, I think they got Le- uh, Aldo Leão.
0: They got Guerron from digres Is
4: that already Is that already
0: official? I couldn't tell you. I, I've been i up to my eyeballs in pixels and data, so <laughs> I haven't been able to pay
3: attention. Who,
1: who's Thomas Tom, uh, Boy coaching? Cruz Azul. The one
4: that's getting Leão. Yeah, Thomas Boy.
1: And then uh, Piojo's getting somebody. I forget.
2: Yeah, that was one I was going to wanted to ask about, too, see if he's actually been able to bring in somebody that he's wanted. But I am actually can't wait to go see him. Uh, I'm going to definitely go try to uh,
0: catch him live. You know, Piojo's the kind of coach where Aker Reina, right I think, would do really well.
4: Well, um...
1: Oh, yeah, Leo is going to Cruz Azul.
4: Uh, hold on. Uh, what's his name, man? I think L- Dorados went are, went strong. They went for Alfredo Moreno. They went for, uh, Alfredo Moreno. Uh, they went for Cer- Severo. Mesa. Yeah, Mesa. Yo Corona. Uh, let me see. Wait, how old is Alfredo Moreno? He's he's.
3: Uh... Of, A yeah, the
2: America. Um, oh yeah,
4: he's like
3: 40.
2: <laughs> That's
4: yeah. what I was thinking. Probably close to 40. Atlas, Atlas uh, got the Tigres champion. Uh, El Cacha Arevalo. Um, okay, uh, Lugo, uh, Gerardo Lugo from Tigres. he's in Veracruz now. Uh,
0: Man, that guy wouldn't be anywhere if it wasn't for his dad.
4: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, you know what, Now, nah, because, I mean, Victorino, I mean, I mean, that, Victorino had a bigger name in Cruz Azul, and, is that, I mean, you know, he, what I'm saying is is that it,
0: if is it, is it, his dad it was, didn't play
3: soccer, he would have never even gotten a sniff. So, he had a good season nah. in Cruz Azul when uh, when Macariano was there. I guess.
0: Escucha, hijo. ¿Te gustaría que paramos a vivir a
3: México no way dad uh,
4: no way dad uh, <laughs> uh, no way dad uh, uh, all right uh, 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 el paleta el paleta Zizqueda, he's uh,
0: he's also in Veracruz dude what
4: the hell happened to paleta he, he man he was
0: to be the the surprise of Russia eighteen
4: you think so el paletas yep. Yep. You, did
0: you guys, um, uh, uh,
4: you guys ever recall how how he got that nickname? No. <laughs> um, there we go. <laughs> apparently, apparently, well, Blanco is the one that gave him that name. Um, he was cracking jokes at him, saying that you know if he if, you know if he didn't you know become a footballer he'd be selling paletas on the street. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently. I think that's that I don't mean I don't know how true that is, but that's that's uh, what I what I read that Paletas Izquierdas. But dude the guy I mean the guy uh, he's
3: a talented player man. He's what you see he like he's the second Mexican to have a hat trick in Libertadores.
4: Yeah. He's doing good in Tigres. And do you remember I mean I still I mean I still watch this every night. I watch this. But River night. played
3: in the final man. <laughs>
4: Well yeah he was part of the team with you know with Cabañas that you know that was the, the Maracanazo uh where they beat you know Fluminette, where they beat the flamenco Flame, Flamengo three, three nothing and then you have that player the, the that that goalkeeper that eventually is in jail because he killed his wife where he starts basically crying did at the end. Yeah well no 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 uh Esqueda got one and Cabañas got two, el Gordino. You know the Gordino but um, he was a great and, player, man. And then uh, I think he was in that in that uh, that uh, edition where Paletas was criticized because he was grabbing his nuts, you know, <laughs> insulting. Uh, I think it was it I have a picture. I have a picture, it's, but not on, not on. I don't have it on my iPad, but I have I have it on my computer. Uh well, no.
3: High
4: oh, resolution, yeah. Ronnie. no no, no. So yeah, but uh, I, I just I watch I still watch this clip every day. It's of of uh, Enrique Esqueda doing a tunnel uh, with Reynoso. It was in a in a final or in a, not in a final. It was a I think it was a playoff match.
3: You watch it classic. before going to bed?
4: Ah yes, yes, el clásico. <laughs> no, but he was a good player, man. I can't believe it's just I mean he's he's like he's gone from I think he went from América. He went to Pachuca. And from Pachuca, I think the Tigres, and now he's going to Veracruz. Uh, El Topo, El Juan Carlos Topo, is going to Atlas. He's, go, he's, he's going back home.
3: Hey, speaking of, what what did happen to Landin? Where is that guy?
0: Last he's not doing the, the shopping in, in Houston.
3: Because, I mean, I know Bofo is playing uh, indoor. <laughs> he's...
4: I haven't I haven't heard from I haven't heard you know about him in a long time. I uh, maybe about a year ago I read that uh, El San El Santi Fernandez uh, he went back to school, you know, and I think he's trying to become like an agent. But as far as like you know, Rumor los tres los tres chiflados, it was, it was, uh, who was it was who was Landin, Santiago Fernandez, and who was the other one? It was um,
3: Esqueda, wasn't
4: it? Esqueda. No, no, yeah. no.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, Santiago Fernandez.
2: Oh, oh yeah, he mentioned him already. He
0: so, talking about the, the Haiti game, but it was yeah. five zero and they still couldn't score. <laughs>
2: yeah, they needed like five one or
1: six one. Landin is at Sacatepec.
4: Zacatepec?
3: Yeah, oh, I knew it was somewhere around there.
4: Okay, never mind. As of as of two hours, I read here. I'm reading here that Angel Reynal is de Toluca. Oh, he's gone. He's gone on a loan for six months. So, Julio Gomez is coming back too. Is that Lamomia? Yeah, Lamomia. I, I think he's too short. I don't think he's... I think you know. Well COVID. COVID I think is was really good too.
3: Oh, yeah. But then,
4: but, but then he started having uh, women problems. You know. Oh really? Yeah, that's that's that was his downfall, of women.
3: It's the same as well, I mean, remember
4: what,
0: that... What, women, what woman can resist a dude who's 4'8"? I mean, sure. That, <laughs> that kid has
4: some good
1: ball control. The best I've
0: ever seen.
3: What happened to that kid from Cruz Azul? He was supposed to be a... Villaluz? No, no,
0: right,
3: that was another one. He was like 15.
0: And, uh, oh, uh, Galvan? Martin Galvan?
3: There you go. Oh, yeah, or, where he
0: debuted at like at 14 or 15? Yeah. He was, yeah. Uh, from what I understood, he was banging somebody he wasn't supposed to be banging, and he kept... <laughs> Kept going back to the well.
1: What's his I'm guessing
0: from? it was like either some coach's wife or somebody in the in the uh, organization's better half. So
1: oh, no. there you go. Lundeen's current team is the Brownsville Barracudas.
3: See, I told you it was close to Mofo. Are they <laughs> are they
1: indoors? We might
3: have we might have classics in uh, watching indoor U.S. soccer. It is,
1: it is dude. It's <laughs> an so, uh, amateur team, the men's indoor squad, made its professional debut
0: at the. Man, <laughs> y'all know where Brownsville is? If you think, think of the map of Texas, right, and you think like at the very bottom, like the dick tip, that's Brownsville.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Thick tip. Yeah. <laughs> Brownsville. Yeah. You familiar with
0: that area? You, John? Oh yeah, I'd like to go to the valley. Oh, I love the valley. The valley, to me, is where Mexicans get it right. It's like one of the few not is
2: Isn't that where um where uh, what's his face crossed into Mexico on his way to Cihuatanejo? <laughs> uh
0: no, that was in uh, Fort Hancock. <laughs> know, that's uh, my okay,
2: bad. my bad. No, yeah. my my
4: dad uh, my dad's actually from uh, he's from uh, Mission, Texas.
0: So is Tom Landry. Yeah, I you know. In fact, this is how pathetic athletics is in the valley. Tom Landry who was what played maybe in the either late twenties or thirties still holds some of the Valley track records like, like, like in the hundred meter dash and stuff like that. Well, I mean, one of shows what a great athlete he was, but two shows just how the Valley just does not produce too many, uh, too many star athletes. But, uh, no, the valley is really interesting. The valley is uh, there are a lot of uh, a lot of people from the north uh, spend their winters. They call them winter Texans, or snow snowbirds. Yeah. Because it's it's in the you know 70s, the 80s, pretty much the entire winter. So a lot of people from Michigan and Minnesota go down there. I mean, like I said, I I love the valley. I, I'm very comfortable in the valley because uh, yeah, so, it's, it's, right, it's completely too. bilingual. It's it, it's such a I mean you could you could have a conversation with someone where every other word is English and Spanish, and and they both totally get it. And they have a great phrase
4: that's like, yeah, cool, they go, like, está bueno. Está yeah. bueno. Yeah, uh, you have like you know, one of the things that you know like you know, about the valley, you know, you have rather than saying, you know, written estacionamiento, you say parcavero. Right. You know. And you the know politics. What?
0: The um, politics are
2: hilarious um, When I was in Costa Rica they didn't use um estacionamiento. I think they actually wrote um like something like parquear, dude. <laughs> that's not
0: so that's not yeah, true.
2: dude.
1: What? But even going into Mexico, like from uh, from Brownsville or uh, Reynosa, they, uh, what do they call the junkyards? El los Junkies. <laughs> That's some ghetto stuff, man. What are you going to do?
2: With a Y. Uh, you have to spell it with a Y. Yeah. y- los Junkies, Los Junkies.
4: No, but in t- in, in, when you go to McAllen, I'm sorry, when you go to Reynosa, uh, the tourist attraction in Reynosa is McAllen. <laughs> That's what they say. The That's mall no, the, the, the tourist attraction in Reynosa is to go to McAllen.
1: Yeah, the mall in McAllen. Yeah, but
3: what,
4: what is there to see? Uh, no, no, I'm just saying. It's just look. For for, for some reason, I mean, and I, you know, you know, my, my grandfolks, you know, they passed away, you know, but they used to swear, and I've heard and my uncles tell me that back in the day, Reynosa used to be a very beautiful city, a very beautiful you know town, small town. And, like, honestly, I don't see it. I think it's a shithole, you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Rinosos is just, to Reynoso, me. Yeah, Reynoso, I mean, to me, it's dirty. I mean, it's just nasty. Uh, you know, don't get me wrong. I love the food. I mean, there's right by the Ford dealership, there's a Calle del Taco. I don't, remember, I don't know the official name. I just know it's Calle del Taco. That's where, that's where it just has nothing but taquerias after taquerias, taquerias. But other than that, I mean, that's all. That's all. Reynosa was good, to, you know, for me, at least, and, and going to the bars. Um, but, you know, they used to tell me that Reynosa used to be a very, very nice town until all the Oaxiquenos, you know, with the Braceros, and then when they just started coming and they just started messing. You know, shit up. Oh, man.
3: Was it lack of, of Neanderthals? <laughs> I
4: told them not to, but I just. I, I don't know. I, I can't picture it. I just can't picture it. They, they tell me it was nice at one point, but I, I can't see it. Let's
1: make Reynosa so great again. Yeah.
4: <laughs> when I go to the Valley, when,
0: <laughs> You know, Reynosa was awful, and, and Matamoros was terrible. When I, when I crossed, because I, I did cross, because I would you know, buy my wife, like, Tanavera and stuff like that, I would go to a town called Progreso. Yeah. And then we Progreso. Man, it was so easy to cross. And, uh, I mean, you could, it, was just, it was a snap you didn't have to worry about. I mean, I could park on one side, walk across at the shops right there on the main drag, and I would get my wife in you know, a really nice, you know, proper time th- plate I for, you know, where it would cost me like 50, 60 bucks in the States for $10. I mean, it was, it was just ridiculous.
4: You know, you know before, sorry to interrupt, but before 9, you know, 9-11, crossing the border was just so easy. Oh, I know. I mean, it was. I mean, it was just, you know, awesome. You know, both sides. You know, going. You
0: know, either way.
4: You know, right. it just, it just, it just seems like it was awesome. I mean, I used to make
0: that trip a lot. And then now you have to take your stupid passport, which is such a joke.
4: Yeah.
1: It was even after nine eleven. It wasn't too long ago where they implemented the passport thing.
4: Yeah, but it just, it just got crazy. I mean, after I, you know, after nine eleven, going to to Reynosa. So I mean, I kind of stopped. I because
0: Boy Boys Town close too, so I'm sure that has something to do
4: with it. I didn't want to mention that. That's
0: <laughs> I didn't want to mention Boystown.
4: Town. <laughs> is, that little, used, uh, is that the Texas version of West Hollywood?
0: Yeah, there used to be ads in the paper in Austin, It's like weekend trip to Boys Town. Bus leaves at you know Saturdays at four. <laughs> God, it's just harsh. Yeah. What did you say? What did you say? What, what the California version of it was?
2: of uh, like uh West Hollywood.
0: No, Boystown is uh like the Chicken Ranch. Or like the what's the place out in Nevada? The Bunny the Bunny Ranch. That's what the Boys Bunny Ranch. Yeah, Boy- Boystown
4: was basically kind of like a little small neighborhood of, of of sorts. Okay. And you just basically go in there and there was different type of you know different type of establishments. They they had, you know, a uh, place where you're kind of like your, you know, a strip, like a strip joint, yeah. typical strip joint, and then you had ones that are just kind of like more, where you go in there less, you know, and drink less copitas, and you just talk to the, you know, to the companion. And then you had the, the more rough stuff stuff. I'm but, following. Uh,
2: moving, moving things along. Uh, I know Beto, you want to talk about uh, Chicharito and how he's uh, tearing it up at Leverkusen? Got, what has he got? 18 goals now.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been pretty impressive. But uh I think I've sort of mentioned it before. Um, but it really sort of came to me this last time when I actually looked it up on the internet. That the team they played where he scored one goal and got an assist, I think it was or something. It's actually fourth division to me. Like all these teams that are going on are uh, and everyone's going to talk about him on great on
2: social media stuff, but
1: I sort of uh lessen my view of him. After seeing that these teams are, i never heard of them before. I find fourth division.
4: Yeah, team.
0: But, but but that's a cup game now. I mean, I mean, he's not he's not playing fourth division teams every week. I mean, he scored a hat trick against a pretty decent teams.
4: Yeah, keep, keep, I I agree with John because I mean honestly, when you're on a roll, it doesn't matter. dude. You're on a roll.
1: Well, I think because he's getting playing time, a roll yeah. be inevitable. I would just I just I would. I just wonder
4: if he was playing <clears throat> 90 minutes Look, consistently for Manu, what would happen? You know what? He, he those are his busters, Those
2: are the, the gordi wapas <laughs> You know? I mean, I, I think it's fair to say that, like, yeah, it, it may not count as or it, it doesn't hold the same significance scoring against a fourth division team, but I mean, he did score the hat trick for the first time. Uh, and the goals were really, really, really high quality. I, I the first one he showed an amazing, really, really good technique um, and and a decent finish. Um, the, the last the last goal was a little bit more typical of, of what we're used to seeing him finishing the play, um, but. I think I think it's all well deserved. I know um he's winning the popularity contest or he's won the popularity contest in in Germany um over some arguably some better players, but I mean good for him or and good for the fans that are that are voting. Well, keep in keep in mind, you know, also cheeky is that you know when you're playing the cup,
4: you know, and you're playing the lower division teams, they're going to go in there and bunker. And I mean honestly, you know, if if G-Gurito can, if if he's gonna, you know, face that type of you know that opposition where you know where they're they're you know they're defending him and stuff like that, you know, and he and he's able to break the bunker, and if that is able to help Mexico, you know, if help him, you know, because he's gonna see that he's gonna see those type of you know the teams bunkering in the World Cup qualifiers. I just, you know, I, I, I'd like to have, you know, form. informed. I'd rather have him informed than not have him informed.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. plays out perfectly. And I will say that during the, the his hat trick, or just a goal also that he scored. Yeah, the second one.
4: Yeah, I think yeah. so. Oh yeah, where he just, you know, basically his back is towards the, the goal, and then he just, you know, turns and, one boom. It and hit it, yeah. yeah. That was a beautiful goal. Even the one where he. It was a good pass to him in the box,
1: and sort of like zigzagged it through a uh, a defender and scored. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, yeah, really high quality goal that that wasn't just him showing good positioning and a decent finish. It was, I mean, really really high quality goal that any that it, it'd be impressive coming from anybody. Well, 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 that one, the
4: second one, and the first one were top notch because I mean, the first one he basically. You know, had to think fast on his feet. Took you know, he, he, he basically juked a uh, a defender and then basically kind of just tapped it, you know, the way Romario used to do it, you know, with three fing- you know, with the three fingers. Topo. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the topoke. I mean he did he did you know, he did very well. The first two goals the first two goals were awesome. The last goal, typical Chicharito. he just knew how to find the space and you know and posted it, you know. So I I thought that was awesome.
0: I think you know for him, uh, he's got a couple things going. First of all, he's extremely professional, so you know he's going to show up and train. He's not—he's going to take care of his body. Yeah. You know, he, he's not—he's not—he's not the party guy. I mean, I mean, he may be, but you know, he, at least not publicly. You know, and he—and uh, and, and he still wants to—he's uh, still competitive and he wants to get better. And uh, it—I it, it, think, I think I think that he's—you know—if there's anybody that's going to be—you know—I'm not—I sure, I think athletes should ever be role models for for. And stuff that should be role models for other athletes. And I think that you know any any up and coming striker from any nation would go, man, that guy butts his ass, and 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 he, he does a great job. And now you're starting to see the fruits of his labor. And I, I I I wouldn't surprise me at all if if this is a one and done for Chicharito, and he goes to <laughs> you know like a, you know AC Milan or or. Like a Valencia or, or something like that next year. I mean, I, I think that he's he's outgrowing Leverkusen at a very rapid rate. There's no question. And I'm glad that that they're they're going to play in the Europa League because if they would have gone to the Champions League, it would have been uh, one and done. So at least in the Europa League, at least you know he's going to get a chance to maybe possibly, you know, maybe go two three rounds into the into the knockout. But if it would have been the Champions League, he would have gone up against, you know pick anybody and they would have just slaughtered him. So I think this 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 is gonna work out better for him um, uh, and, and and his career. But I but I I truly believe that they're gonna they're going they're gonna make some money on him. There's no question. Do
2: yeah. you think uh, staying in the Europa League uh, hurts their chances of getting fourth again? Because okay, right now they question. think they're sitting in six so I, I they can sharpen their a little bit. They're I'm in sorry. the
0: Europa League because they came in third in the Champions League, so it automatically qualifies them. For yeah,
2: a I, no, I know. I'm just wondering if if um, the the continued uh, congestion of of like a fixtures of playing basically twice a week is it going to that going to
0: impede well, their? Don't forget that the Bundesliga they're getting ready to go on Christmas break, so he's going to get six weeks off right now.
2: Six? You I know, didn't realize know, it was six weeks long.
3: Before yeah. we progress. Um, you know what surprised me in the game against Barcelona? i never seen Chicharro um, tell off one of his teammates.
1: Oh, yeah, that was intense. And didn't he get an assist from that guy later on, like during his hat-trick?
3: He was yeah, like... it was uh, He had to check him. Of... I mean, had I, have any of you guys seen Chicharo check one of his teammates? No. He's, I think that's more leadership skills now that he's showing... Yeah. Didn't,
4: didn't they taking more initiative.
3: There?
2: Yeah, I think on some level it's saying that it's his team. Yeah. Now, um, well, moving away from Chicharito, uh,
4: what do you guys think of the whole uh, Jonathan Dos Santos being added as a as a gay?
2: <laughs> as a gay?
4: Yeah, as, as a gay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's,
1: just, it's just like what he tweeted.
3: Did they say who his life partner is?
1: Yeah. He tweeted, man. He said he said it up straight. It's just the journalist looking for a story.
2: And
3: then well, he, he said
2: that if he... He said there's a... He went a very Seinfeld-esque route where he said, not that there's anything wrong with it. Uh, if I was, I would gladly admit it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. Mm-hmm. This is just uh, bad journalism. I think something... I'm paraphrasing, but I think that's generally what he, he responded with. Well... You should have said, hey, "Hey, I'm not gay." He was fucking my gay.
4: <laughs> <me. laughs> no, hey, on, on the group, on the chat room on the on the chat, I posted a stat. It says here, "Did you know that one out of three people are gay?" And then one guy said, "Look, look at it. It's a stat." So I mean, you know, it's 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 something. It's me. science. So <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I mean, honestly,
0: his own personal life, his own personal life. I don't think it's going to affect anything he does on the field. If that's what he wants to do, if that's who he is, you know, if 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 he is gay, then maybe you know, you know, why hide it? Be gay. fine, well, I don't care. Do what you want. But, you but, well, has he ever been? Has there ever been
3: pictures it. of him with a girl? Like like you would see. Well, uh, don't forget he was with... one of
0: the ones that was implicated in the in the whole courthouse down in, in Quito. When they had the the call girls, yeah. That, that was when the, I remember. I never forget the the, the the hotel general manager said, you know, the safety and privacy of the of the guests in this hotel is paramount. Um, you, know, it's, you know, we take we 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 our reputation. You know, our reputation is trying to ask them. So uh,
1: that was, where did that you guys was, find uh, the
0: youth kind yeah. of? Oh, those were in Jonathan Del Santos room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that, was, that was Fabian being a bad influence. No, but did, hey,
3: didn't they get yeah. caught? Because they stole from them, so they, they were complaining.
4: I don't, I don't remember that.
3: Yeah, I think the girls compl- I mean, they stole they stole from their rooms, and then uh,
4: Oh, yeah,
0: you're right, you're they right. Went they went to they
3: complain, mean. and then they, they...
0: <laughs> Well, have you seen <laughs> yeah, they, they stole their iPads, and the idiots went and complained about it.
1: Well, have you seen his, Twitter, his uh, Instagram? John- Jonathan? No. He's a uh... Him and well, him and Giovanni are pretty uh, spiffy dressers and stuff, you know. Yeah.
4: Well, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, it, it, I, you know, remember, you know, when, I, I, I speculated that there was some, some uh, boy and boy stuff going on in the in the, in the locker room in Mexico. Did <laughs> you, you know? say it was Bella though? Yeah, I did say it was Bella though. <laughs> I did. Okay, I was wrong though. I was wrong.
2: Um, I, but I know I smell some gay on someone. I, I
4: know.
1: I know.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Even yeah. Yeah. I I smell it. I know it.
0: <laughs> you know. You know what that smell is? Is that what you're saying? Uh, the must Apparently, is in the air. Yeah. The must. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but, funny. When I was in college, my 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 roommate was gay, and. There were so many times when I would walk in the room and he goes, "Thank God you weren't here ten minutes Stop. ago." I was like, "No, believe me, you're absolutely right. You don't have to tell me twice."
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. Well, he had, um, uh, he had an affair with a local weatherman. Well, and, well, it, was,
4: and apparently, apparently, Tevin was saying that uh, you know he also had. What well, was it that they? He also had an affair in Barcelona, which had me thinking. You know. Maybe it, it is true. Maybe it could be true because I mean he did stay in Barcelona for a long time, and and I always, always wondered why. It's not like he was getting, <laughs> getting any playing time, you know, but maybe he was getting playing time.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, but again, I mean, if if, if he is, you know, I mean, honestly, I mean, how many there have to, you know, just just playing the percentages. I mean, you know, I mean there has just there has to be a handful of guys or more so that are then just one you know, out of three. One out of three. Uh, I don't think are, that there I, are five I, I, guys I on this call. Stat, right there, dude.
2: What's that? I don't think that's a correct stat. I think it's more like one in ten. I think <laughs> <laughs> one in three seems awfully high. Well, I just think it's a good stat, though.
0: <laughs> well, you're one of the few <laughs> single ones here. <laughs> you know what I have? What I have found in my life is the people that are the most homophobic are usually the ones that are hiding at the deepest down. Their true self. That trip over one uh, on occasion. Yeah. <laughs> like like the like the like the dad in uh in, what was that movie? Was it American Beauty? Was the SpaceX? No, Chris Cooper. I didn't see that one. You didn't see American Beauty? Oh, uh, it's about yeah. uh, a guy having a midlife crisis. and his uh
4: Oh is the 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 girl from um, American Pie, what's her name? Yeah, Mina Savari. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember,
4: yeah, it's a long yeah. time ago. I saw it a long time ago.
0: And uh his uh the Kevin Spacey is having this and, and his neighbor his neighbor's son is is like the local pot dealer. So he uh goes over and, and gets pot and there's like a there's like a great like a 3 company scene where the his, his militant ex military dad is just is incredibly anti homophobic and you know, they have a couple lines and and he sees his son what he thinks is is giving Kevin Spacey you know, he's Performing on him, and he freaks out, and then he ends up going over to uh, Kevin Spacey, and he and he comes on to him because he's gay, and Kevin Spacey kind of backs off, and well, I'll let y'all see the movie if you want to see it. Yeah, uh, but I mean, one. I mean, it, it's been my history. The people that are that are most homophobic like that are usually the ones that are that can't deal with their true selves. Which is now, kind of sad.
4: Now, what do you think about uh, Nawel? Uh, Nahuel Guzman and Israel
0: Jimenez. What did I think about it? I thought it was
4: sweet, it
0: was just a think? charming moment. What about you, Juan?
4: What, what yeah, did you think?
0: Yeah.
2: Do you guys think that uh, Jimenez was overcompensating afterwards and was like really trying to like grow it up super hard, like with the fist pumping and and like looking at the crowd? I was just kind of like maybe overanalyzing. And I was like, I don't know if that was like by accident, man. Like that little moment, but like it looks like he's really trying to play it off. Now, like, no, 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 man, I don't. I wasn't trying to kiss. I'm a man. And he was just like pumping his arms a little even more. I don't know if anybody else caught that, or I was just well, looking. Then,
0: for but it. then, didn't somebody, didn't he, somebody tweet a picture of him naked in the locker room too? That was me. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Is that before or after.
2: Uh, Well, that picture was in the locker room um, where they were holding the the, the trophy. And yeah, there was someone in the background. Is that what he was holding?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Secretos de la montaña. Yeah, you saw that meme? Hay secretos la silla de la Well,
0: that that was the uh, that was the the Spanish uh, translation of Broke Brokeback Mountain.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm serious. That's what they called it. Uh, Say that again. That was uh, my my buddy Jesus, who does the Longhorns with me, said that the the Spanish version of Brokeback Mountain was Secretos en la Montaña. That was the name <laughs> of the movie. Hey, Noel
1: is Ar- Ar- Argentine Argentine, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he is
1: and they are a, a little great, more he's a kissing great
0: goalkeeper what a great goalkeeper yeah
1: they right? they're more affectionate as uh, in society i think aren't they as, as a people as a people
2: and the whole jds thing i mean he has been living in spain and that, and they definitely do that like when anybody comes on and off the field it seems like
1: yeah it's like they do the kiss on the cheek it's not like a kiss in the air it's a kiss let me turn my head and kiss your cheek and stuff but
2: I don't know. I, I really... Obviously, I don't have an issue with it, but uh, it is funny to to see uh, I guess people get rustled over it.
1: I was looking at the video, and I didn't even see any like real... I mean, they got close. I must have not seen it real well, or a bad angle. Were you talking about
2: Noel and Jimenez?
1: Yeah, I didn't really see any contact. I just saw like a really close...
3: Cheek is close to size during that.
1: I had a roller and stuff just
0: Well there was definitely a pucker and it was definitely some contact. I I just I couldn't tell if it was on the on the lips or, or where it was. Well he Side
1: said way. something to him. Noel said something to him before taking the penalty the like <laughs> he made this. He made it he
0: made it Yeah. Well who was it that, that that kiss each other when they come off the field when they're being done?
2: Uh, Neymar in Barcelona.
0: Yeah, I, I see. I see that all the time. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's
2: just not that big a deal. The Santos brothers seem to um to do it also. I've seen them. Yeah. yeah. That's not a big deal. Yeah. Hey, well, um,
4: changing subjects. Too bad, Pern or Fernando's not here because uh, I mean he covered uh the U.S. Um. China uh, game, the women's, and um,
0: how did he how do, do?
4: He did well. He did well. He uh, he tweeted. He was tweeting. You know, live tweeting. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna lie. I don't, I don't watch a lot of um, uh, uh, women's soccer. Although, you know, the fact that you know, with my, you know, my older brother's kids, you know, she's she's five now, so obviously she's starting to kick the soccer ball a lot. I mean, I think it's just going to be naturally that I'm going to start to,
0: <laughs> having to, you know, to. personally, I think to, it's great that the U.S. women are good at soccer, but if they weren't good at soccer, no one would give two shits about it.
4: Well, I, my, my thing, you know, like I said, I'm not an ex, I'm not an expert, you know, in, in women's soccer and stuff like that, because it's not something I really, you know, I grew up around. I didn't have any sisters or anything like that, you know. Um, and none of my female cousins played it, not that I recall. Um, I, I, I think that. I think that the U.S. women's program benefits a lot from the Title IX, and I think they're a huge advantage over the rest of the world. Um, You know, because, I I don't know, it's just, it, it just seems like, you know, there's one country that that uh that where soccer should be able to survive in women's soccer should be in the u.s but it just seems like you know like every league you know it seems like every you know women's soccer you know is, is folding every other like five years or so but
2: i, I think it's popular in a sense where there's going to be a lot of participants i'm not sure if there's going to be a whole lot of spectatorship uh that's I, yeah you're right you're right about that you know um I mean, we're talking about the like. It's it's funny that you mentioned like the, the the popularity of the sport and, and and the World Cup. I distinctly remember nothing being mentioned up until they started. Uh, I think they reached the semis, where it's like, oh, hey, yeah, they might win it again. So let's just all jump on board, and let's all like you know do the patriotic thing and 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 support the girls. Um, but then it fades away into back up to back into obscurity. Yeah, one of the, one of the things I was
4: asking for you know, that I wanted him to ask um, was. Uh... I, you know, they canceled. They canceled the previous game. They were in Hawaii, uh, and they you know they were complaining about the, uh, the the field conditions and stuff like that. You know, and obviously you know they didn't like the field conditions in Canada because of the turf and, and stuff. Which I I honestly, I mean, the the youth there's youth teams. You know, kids. They they've played you know youth tournaments in in turf. You know, so I, I didn't I didn't understand. Why, you know, they, they were making it into you know a gender issue, and I didn't understand why. Because I mean, like I said, you know, in two thousand five, the the tournament, in, the under seventeen in Peru, I think every stadium, if you know, or maybe I think all no every stadium had a tur- had turf. They didn't it didn't have natural grass. Um, and well, obviously no. they canceled they canceled the game in Hawaii because of the turf. But it wasn't just
0: the turf; it was just the fact that the seams the were coming apart.
4: I mean, it was right, 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 right. I mean, I understand that was you know that's dangerous and stuff like that, but I mean, I was just wondering if you know one of the things that I wanted to you know uh, Fernando Tass was if you know what all the guys are doing, you know MLS guys, if they're you know also lending a, you know a voice to to their fight. Did Fernando get any questions in, or I mean, uh, he did. He did. He did get some questions in. Awesome.
1: I wonder, did you guys see what the what Abby Wambach said recently? She got interviewed or like, on a podcast or something. Not what she said. She said some interesting stuff. I think about that uh, Carly Lloyd. She said Carly Lloyd wouldn't be anything without her. And uh, and then she started talking about Jurgen that he, that she would you know she would have him fired that he's made promises that he hasn't kept and things
4: like that. Uh, honestly honestly you know why say that when you're retired you know I mean she should have said that when she's you know when she still had uh you know something to lose you know yeah
1: it's just going out stirring the pot but um,
4: I no. mean, it, it, it is I mean I mean honestly I mean if you're you know you're gonna say that say that you know when you have something to lose you know when you're still you know part of the team and stuff like that you know why say it when you're already you know retired? Uh, that that to me just you know, I mean she may be right. I'm not saying she's wrong, but I'm just saying that you know I think she should have said it when when it mattered.
0: Well, the the thing that I, I find funny is that they're complaining about playing on these turf fields, but I mean I guarantee you that any any girl who played soccer and went through junior high, high school, college, ninety percent of the fields they played on were turf. Mm-hmm. So I mean if there's anybody that's used to playing on turf, it's girls. To play soccer in this country, I mean, because I mean, just about every high school in, the, in, in at least now, every high school in, in America has, has a field turf field.
4: Well, I mean, even Liga Liga, Liga, Liga has a turf. Uh, what is it, the Sholos?
0: Yeah, and there's another place that has it too.
4: So, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see the and, and
0: then the poor people out in in in, uh, in Eastern Europe. Like in Russia and Ukraine,
4: I mean, they have to have it because... Yeah, because of the the climate. Yeah. So, uh, so no, no, but uh, Fernando said he enjoyed it. He enjoyed the game. Well, he enjoyed, you
2: know, being there. Um, so, guys, unless there's anything else, maybe we should uh, start uh, shutting things down for the night. Yep. Yes. All right. But like John said, uh, we're uh, just a few weeks away, so from it start from it starting all over again.
4: All right. So who's gonna take? Who's gonna take the title next? Uh, next season.
0: Man, that's the great thing about Liga MX. Is, I mean There's you, you know one or two teams that won't win, or, or you know like I don't think Dorados has a chance. Uh uh-huh. and, and, yeah, and sadly, that's just about it. I mean, everyone else has, has, has a chance. I mean, it's just okay. the parity of the league. It's how it is.
4: Okay, all right. Dan, Dan, who do you want to see relegated?
2: <laughs> uh John?
0: Who do I want to see relegated? I want to see uh, Monarcas relegated because, uh, I mean, if TDSSECA is stuck, going to have two teams, then treat two teams the same. So, you know, you know everything to one team. And well,
4: the five years hasn't expired, though. I don't care. Okay, all right, I'm just wondering, okay. All right, uh, Bet- Beto, who do you want to see uh, relegated? Uh, not
1: Chivas.
4: <laughs> Dorados. Okay, uh, so no, who is it? Beto, is it do- Dorados or... or Dorados. Oh, okay. Uh, so, not Chivas. Joel, Joel, who, Joel, who do you want to see relegated?
3: Veracruz. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they bought... Remember when they bought their way back to first? Yes. Yeah. They even had two teams one in second division and
4: uh... I wanna see I wanna see uh Chivas. Just because <laughs> like I said, dude, I you know and I and I know you know this. I hate I hate, you know, when Mexico copies, you know, like Argentina songs and stuff like that. <laughs> But, and, but i i really want you know mexico you know americas fans to start singing that you know chivas decime que se siente haber jugado en la de te juro que aunque pasen los años have
0: you guys heard that song yeah, you know, that, well, no, well that's the, the Boca fans were singing the river.
4: Yeah, but, and it's funny because you know they were making a big deal about that chant uh, in the World Cup. And I'm thinking, you know, you know they're saying Brasil decime qué se siente. But it was actually I mean I I was hearing that when it was with Boca. You know, you know oh, um Chikis, can you play can you play a a clip um can you play that clip of, of Boca? Uh, bulk of fans singing that uh, to River If I sh- if I send you a clip
1: Yeah I'm looking at that right now
4: Hold on Alright hold on let me look at it I'm going to put my YouTube here
1: Let me listen
4: And uh, I'll, I'll tell you which one Because there's this one that's really good I just want to I mean I actually really want to sing that I'll go to the stadium and
0: sing that one well, I mean, if 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 Chivas descends, there's no
4: guarantee that they'll never be back in the Liga MX. No, yeah, if, if, if Chivas to go, descends, if, 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 uh, if really good. yeah, um, okay, uh, it's, it says, inolvidable, inolvidable fiesta de boca, River, decime que se siente. Did you see it? I'm looking it up. Okay, if you go to YouTube, just put Boca River and then it, it says, uh, decime que se siente.
2: John, be... do you think, they, you think they would struggle to get back in? Back in, back in, back in? Oh, sorry, go oh.
3: ahead. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but you're not going to get a chance to sing it because uh, Chivas is not going to go down. God, I want to. Because the mighty Judith is going to take him to a quarterfinal finish and then they'll be going next. No,
4: so, yeah, so, nah, honestly, honestly, if, if Chivas goes down, I don't think they'll ever come back up.
0: Nope.
4: I, I, I really think so. They'll,
0: they'll never come back up. Well, well, not even that, because Nick Axel could go after foreign players. You know You know what's going to happen is that Chivas, will, will, will the team will get bought, and they'll get rebranded as Zacatepec. Yeah. Or, or Unión de Curtidores. Or what was that team in Guadalajara? Was it Oro? Yeah, Oro. So that's, it, it'll be Oro. It'll, it'll come back as Oro.
4: So, hey, uh, Joel, if Chivas gets relegated, would you still support them?
1: No sirven para nada.
2: I think his, uh.
4: He's crying.
0: His phone's gonna, blowing up. you going to cry, boy? <laughs> well, I think what's happening to the is like, you know, that scene in A Clockwork Orange when. The
3: you gonna man cry, man realizes going to
0: boy? realizes that it's the guy that, you know, that, that beat him up, you know, that, that it's uh, uh, Malcolm McDowell, and he's just sitting there shaking, and, he's just, and the camera's really sat on his face. It's like his lips are really pursed, and his head is shaking, and he's having a freak out. That's what that's what's happening to the right now.
4: Yeah, I know. He's like, "You get a crab boy,
0: huh? How about you? <laughs> how about you want some hamburger and some French
2: fries?" <laughs> John, is that your favorite movie? Which one?
0: Clockwork Orange. It's not. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, it's certainly one of my favorites. It's not my absolute favorite, but I mean, there are just so many iconic scene scenes. <laughs> so. I mean, if you're, watching, if you're old Simpsons episodes, they have so many allusions to Clockwork Orange. It's incredible. Just, just some great image. a lot of great imagery in that movie
2: yeah that's uh, twice that you've made a reference to it on the show <clears throat> is
0: it? yes well, I, I did watch it a lot when I was in high school I'm not going to lie good stuff two of the so movies I that I uh, intend to oh I'm t- sorry
2: go ahead two of
4: the, the, the movies that I watch a lot like every time it's on TV I always stop what I'm doing I watch uh, my cousin Vinny and Snatch Like, just just throw that out there. The
2: Germans.
4: (laughs) The Germans. These two youths. The
2: youths, yes. That's uh, Ralph Macchio's uh, third best movie. (laughs) His best one is Beer League. No, man, The Crossroads, dude. I remember that one. I remember that. He played the guitar. Yeah, that's my personal favorite, but obviously... Well, um, you guys, you guys uh, can't forget the Outsiders. Yeah. Was he really that... Uh, he was. Did, well, no. Yeah, he had a that, role, man. That
4: had, that had a... I mean, that cast... I mean, they had Patrick Swayze. They
2: had... It was Charlie, the coolest cast.
4: They had... Was it Charlie Sheen, Tom Cruise? Matt Dillon. Yeah, uh, yeah Matt Dillon. Patrick uh, Swayze.
0: Uh, they had, C. Thomas Howell. Ke- yeah, Howell. C.
4: Thomas Howell. Kelly... Kelly... What's her name? Uh... Preston, look what's his name? Uh, John Travolta's wife. Yeah.
3: Rob Lowe.
4: Rob Lowe. Are you, are you crying?
3: Emilio Stevens. Joe. Yeah. Well, did, yo? did you
4: get
0: Did you get the foam out of your mouth so you could talk again? Man, you sound like
1: a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a redneck when you're saying "boy."
4: <laughs> you crying, boy? You cry? That's from that's a reference to Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. Oh, <laughs> you know what? What's in that Kid Rock? Yeah, Kid
0: Rock. Yeah, that's right. You crumble I like shakes the clown. Uh huh.
2: All right, homies. All right, guys. Alrighty, well, I guess that's wrapping up episode. Was it fifteen? Um, Joel, Jolie, Joel, however you want to be called. Uh, Beto, John. Ronnie and myself, uh, we are Los Cachirules. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Cheers.